Welcome back to another episode of Purse First, the podcast about the culture of film rap. We talk about the women and the gays who are doing it on the mic. I'm Cecily, also known as Bad Fat Black Girl. I'm your host. I am Prince Pierre, aka Daddy, and we about to have some fun today, baby. Pierre is so excited, y'all, because I just informed Pierre about some mess that he missed last week. And y'all know Pierre loves some mess. Ah, Cecily loves calling me with mess, and she knows it just brightens up my world. And <laughs> um, today she told me about Miss the Gemini Azalea Bank. I mean, is it Banks or a bank? I put a, I got to put an S at the end of her name. Put some respect on her name. She's a Gemini like me. <sighs> Cecily, what was Azalea Banks doing, girl? Oh, um, yeah, she is the the, the conqueror of chaos. <laughs> So, <laughs> Miss Miss Azalea, she she had a dearly beloved uh cat, a pet cat, and you know, like a lot of people, you know, who homies, you know, pass away. Miss Azalea had buried her cat in the backyard. You know, I'm okay. You want your you want your dearly departed homie to be near you. But last week, or I guess at the point of this release, <laughs> a couple weeks ago. Little baby took her ass up in that backyard and dug that cat up and put it in the motherfucking pot and was cooking it on the stove like it was some chitlins. Pierre, I'm sorry, but I I need you to get no, your people together. Like, I I hate that Gemini's do the craziest stuff in media from left eye burning a man house down to Trump to Kanye West. We are good people, y'all. Please. <laughs> First of all, Azalea Banks' cat name is Lucifer. Let's start there. <laughs> <laughs> wait, but wait. Fun fact about that. On the original Disney Cinderella like movie, the cat's name was Lucifer, too. Oh, was it? Yes. And that just, I don't know why I always remember that and I always think about that. You are so weird. <laughs> I mean, okay. So here's the thing. A lot of people was just making jokes, you know, and I guess thinking that Azalea Banks was going to eat Lucifer, uh, like, I don't know, was making like some cat bones stew or something like that. But I think it's like widely known that Azealia is a practitioner of um, witchcraft. So I think that she was maybe like doing some a ritual or like a spell. Here's the thing. She took his jaw bones and she is planning to make earrings out of it. Now, before you go crazy, before you go crazy, I just looked up the picture with her with the jaw bones up to her ear and showing how she wanted as an earring and hold on no you uh -uh. whatever you about to say don't say it (laughs) whatever you're about to say keep it to yourself no and what pierre it looks kind of like it looks like a new style trend i promise it it might sound crazy but it looks like this will be popping in in a few years to come like when she wouldn't like when she wouldn't thong shorts (laughs) oh Oh, <laughs> wait, but did she wear her thong shorts before or after Beyonce wore her thong shorts? Which one? Well, Beyonce's was more okay. Well, it's Beyonce, so exactly, of course, it's gonna be more. Also, Beyonce wore them in a video, <laughs> Azealia wore that shit with a fucking baby fat puffy coat to a red carpet, <laughs> <laughs> and hers were literally like thong thongs, like blue jean thongs, or like. Beyonce's was, you know, kind of thicker. Yeah. Like the material was there. (laughs) 
So, okay, but let's let's back up. Do you like Azalea Banks' music? Like, do you what do you think about Azalea Banks as an artist? So, I, oh, she's oh, she's a great artist. She's a great artist. Now, her music, some of her songs, I can I can get jiggy to, but I have never been one of the mm, 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 type of type of gays. <laughs> Wait, one more I time. Was, Here, one more time. What does it sound like, Pierre? The, mm, t- mm, t- mm, t- <laughs> you know, those are a different type of gays. I was never one of the mm, t- mm, t- gays. Like, um, you know, Nicki Minaj, um, Dreams and Nightmares. Sound <laughs> like this, run like this. Well, I had to sound, you know, so I'm not the mm, t- mm, t- mm, t- type of gays. <laughs> and that's that. the type of music she makes. <laughs> and I remember her being on Breakfast Club and they was like, I heard you make music for gays. And she was like, Okay. And? Yeah, like, I, and she definitely <laughs> does make music for gays, and I. But I think what they meant more specifically is white gays. <laughs> yeah, white gays doing poppers. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, but she is. I mean, so I always tell people this. Like, my thing with Azealia Banks is like she's very. She's a. She's an artist who is actually like on paper very on brand for me she is an artist who i would expect myself to like and i just have never seen it for her or it's like what? one or two it's like one or two songs that like i'm like okay this is cute and and i can even even on the songs that i don't like i really see her talent artistry. and her creative yeah. processes and her artistry really like she really is a good artist like she just isn't an artist for me. For me, mm-hmm. and she has such a strong persona outside of her music that it makes me just cringe now to even see her name. Whenever I see her name, I'm like, oh my god, what is it? And but you click on it. You click no, on it. No, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. First of all, here's here's the thing. It don't be shit to really click on because the bitch keep getting kicked off all the social media platforms. <laughs> and, and here's my thing with sis. Like, sis is super problematic. Like, super problematic. She fat phobic as fuck. Like, she been on a tirade against, like, Lizzo and Cupcake and all of that shit for a year. I mean, like, she cannot stand to see a fat bitch doing well. It, it bothers her and her soul. She she put Beyonce name in her motherfucking mouth when Beyonce yeah, name that shouldn't have been in there. Popped. Okay. That got popped. Right. <laughs> that's all. That's all. That 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 really. That's why ain't shit good coming for. Her. You know what I'm saying? And she, you know, she talks shit about the other queen too. And she, yes, yes, she came for Nikki. She. Uh, oh, pause. Speaking of, so listeners, if y'all listening, if y'all listen to the pilot. Where Pierre and I were talking about the barbs and how crazy they are. We were talking about how, you know, every six months or so, I say something that the barbs don't like and they always come for me. Well, I got an email from my publisher last week. I hadn't even realized that them motherfuckers, them motherfucking barbs went on Goodreads and was leaving one star negative reviews on my book that hasn't even come out yet. Girl, what did you... Did they listen to the podcast or you said some shit on Twitter? It was some shit on Twitter from like three months ago. I didn't even know that my book was already on Goodreads. So I didn't even know that the title was on there. I guess these motherfuckers was like, we finna Google this bitch and find her wherever the fuck she's at. Girl, they saw that blue check. They said, let me Google this name. 
<laughs> and let me make sure her life is in pain, honey. My publisher was like, um, so something weird is going on. You have a lot of negative reviews on your book on Goodreads. It's clear that they're trolls and we're dealing with it, but I just wanted you to know, like, I don't know what's up with that. And I was like, I like went and looked and I saw what they were saying. I was like, it's these motherfucking barbs. These bitches are crazy. But anyway, okay. So back to Azealia. I just needed to, th- I just needed to let you know what your people been out here doing. Okay. <laughs> It was probably Barbs, you. Please, Barb's, if you listening to this, please leave Cecily along until after her book is released. <laughs> please. So, I think for me with Azealia, my issue is that she is genuinely upset when other black women are up. And like that really, it's like that triggers her. Like she always goes on like these rants and acts up when like other black women are having a moment of career success or some type of accomplishment or like releasing something or doing something it's like other black women winning just pisses her off and i just i can't fuck with nobody like that i can't fuck with nobody like that. i can't i can't do it like you can that's kind of like kaya yeah i mean no it's not kind of like kaya because zillia banks still has her artistry at the end of the day <laughs> kaya has a neck and a back <laughs> Kaya has a, a neck and a back and a fake gavel. A hip that stick like grit. Next, <laughs> next collar. Next case. <laughs> next collar. So yeah. Anyway, um, that's the news on Azealia Banks. I do think that you know we should keep Sister Azealia lifting our prayer prayers. because I don't know that she's well. <sighs> I think it's them drugs. Yeah. Them drugs. Azalea Banks, put the drugs down, baby. We love you. Well, I love you. Cecily, don't see it for you. I don't see it for you either, really. You know, I don't play with fat phobia. Um, just put the drugs down. Um, yeah. And put the cat jaws down. <laughs> nah, bitch. You said that there was uh, going to be a trend. Because here's so the I'm, thing. Nah, because so I'm I know. Buy your I'm going to ass some cat jaw earrings. Since you exactly. Be here's the thing. Now, everybody laughing at her saying she crazy, but next month we go going to Forever 21 and them look and them little white, Azalea them little Banks white girls. wish she could get ripped off by Forever 21. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, them little white girls gonna be like, oh my god, I can't believe y'all out of cat you know, earrings. Azalea Banks is a lot of things, but Azalea Banks is not a trendsetter, and I'm sorry, she just not. <laughs> she's not what name a trend. I can't even name, I can't even remember a song from Azalea Banks. She definitely said no trends. I was when you asked about her. I'm like, I like two of her songs, and I'm sitting over here thinking, like, damn. What's the name of Pierre? Say, like, Pierre, say it. I I like because I. It's a (laughs) like I. That's all I like. Oh, it's a. It's a. I can't think of the, but I like it. It's the one I like. Well, let's go ahead and sage our mics after that conversation. Um. She the type of bitch. Now I'm scared to listen to a Z because I feel like she's gonna be mm-hmm. radiating negative energy out into my house mm-hmm. and shit. I don't click on shit. <laughs> um, so y'all, we have a guest today. Cause yes, that's what we let's do talk about here. the good news. The good <laughs> news. The good news. We have a very, very, very special guest all the way from Zakata, Georgia. And y'all know I'm big on Zodiac. This girl is a Taurus, honey. Taurus. Woo. Let me tell you one thing about Pierre. Before you come up on this show, Pierre gonna know your motherfucking birthday. 
I'm going to know your birthday. I'm going to know how old you are. And I'm going to know your Zodiac sign before <laughs> you even step into the room. <laughs> because I need I need to know the energy you bring in. We got young baby Tate, y'all. In a motherfucking building. Hey. What's Hi, up? Love. It's good to see you. Come on, fresh face. Yes. Natural. Yes. <laughs> What's up? What's up, y'all? We got the Taurus in the building, young baby Tade. What's up, yeah, baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? How are you? So happy to have you here. Okay, y'all. Like, I just, I got to take a moment because I need to tell y'all a story about me when I met Tate. <laughs> so I met Tate at South by Southwest in 2019 when I was yes. senior entertainment editor at Nylon. And I actually hadn't heard Tate's music yet, but I had to like interview her. We had like all these artists like that was coming to sit on this couch to do like quick interviews with us at our South by Southwest setup. And the way Tate was so, y'all know like the little cousin that you actually like to hang out with, that you actually <laughs> want to, that you actually want to take, with, you know what I mean? Not the annoying ass cousin that you want to stay home, but like the little cousin that's like, yeah, you can come kick it with me and my friends. Oh, well, you passed the blind on the sixth yeah, side. You like, passed, I'm, yeah, I'm you know what I'm saying? You the blind. Don't tell your blind. mama. Like, okay, come <laughs> kick it with us. That is how Tate felt to me. Like, I just really felt like I was like meeting my, my young sis, my little cousin. Like, she was just so sweet, so real. Her management team is dope as fuck. Like, every, it was just all love, all good. And then I went to actually like listen to the catalog. Let me tell y'all something. Tate makes music that you want to clean your house to on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And do you know how hard it is for a rat bitch to make music like that? It's, mm. that's, that's not an easy feat to be, a, to be a rap girl, right? And to still make just that type of like mood, vibey-ass music. Mm-hmm. Where you literally, ju- it's not, it's not too high, it's not too low. It's just, it's perfect, and just the artistry is crazy. And I'm just, I'm so proud of the growth, and like, I'm so happy that that energy of the music matches like the energy of your personality. And like, Thank we've you. been rocking on the internet ever since. Like, this is, yes. I, I, I feel like I, you know, I jump in a fight to take. Period. Period. And same. Same. <laughs> So actually, the thing I'm actually very curious about is like, what type of girl were you in high school? Um, Okay, so first of all, you have to know that I went to a performing arts high school. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. our types were very Mm -hmm. different to begin with. Um, But I was just that girl that like everybody was cool with. Like I wasn't... um, I don't think we necessarily had like popular kids due Uh to the fact that there were only 300 kids at my entire school. Um, So everybody knew everybody, but we also had like super fucking weirdos and like just, you know, deep diving. They, they be playing Pokemon in the hallways. Like, um, I used to to date niggas like that. Um, Yeah. Yikes. (laughs) So that wasn't me, but I was just that super cool, like funny as hell. I'm, I've pretty much been myself my whole life. I kind of got on people's nerves sometimes because I was like low-key a jokester. Like <laughs> sometimes I'll walk up to people's conversation and just like act like I knew what they was talking about. And be like, exactly. That's what I was telling her. And they'd be like, Tay, move. Like, oh my gosh, you get on my nerves. Or like in class, um, <laughs> in my chorus class, my chorus teacher hated me. Um, but this one time, like I, he would just be teaching and I would be in the back and like, Oh, oh yeah and then people would turn around I'm like what the fuck who did that like oh my god it'll stop y'all 
So I was like, you know, the funny, cool girl, like super creative. I actually got voted most creative. Um, yeah. for our Damn, at a performing arts school? That's no small feat. Girl, it's not. It's not. Creative. What? Yeah. <laughs> now, you, you, you are basically like music legacy. Like you have a very, like you got deep roots in music. Tell the people how you were introduced to music. I was introduced to music when I popped out the cooch. Um, <laughs> my mom is a phenomenal artist, um, Dion Ferris. A lot of times uh, coming up, like, because I've been doing this now for five years, and a lot of times coming up, I didn't want to tell people that because I didn't want people to look at me like, oh, you're just popping because of your mom. Right, like you had a head start. Right, because I definitely did not. <laughs> Um, but what I did have is someone that I could look up to like literally every day watching her perform, watching her sell her own merch. Like my mom doesn't have a manager and didn't for a very long time of her career. Like, so I just watched her do everything on her own. And I was just like, yeah, this is what I want to do. Like it's a Grammy in the fucking living room. I'm trying to add to, you know, period, period. I absolutely love that. And I think. It, it's almost like because I can tell that because you kind of have music just like in the household. I think that really shows up in how you don't hold yourself back from like the music that you make or like your artist persona. Like hearing you tell that story about like being voted most creative. Like I see that in like your visuals. I see that in your music. Oh. <laughs> Girl, don't get me like, started. All, like, all of it. And even down to like being open about your sexuality in your mm -hmm. music and stuff like that. Like you um talk about like your queer identity and you do it in a way that is not super gimmicky. Like it never yeah. feels like, you know what I mean? You're trying to pander. It never feels like, you know what I mean? Just be kind of weird about it. Like on vacation, like vacation was such an organic song. You almost have to like let's really sit and listen to it and be like, wait a minute. <laughs> She's talking about flying a bitch out. Like, <laughs> like, and I, I'm curious about just like your journey around identity in that way. Um, so I have liked girls. I liked girls before I liked boys. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was like really young, and I think you know, just being kind of raised in a semi-Christian household, I was kind of made to think like that wasn't okay. So I kind of hid it for a, a long time in my life. Um. But I don't know, as I just started to get older and started to realize, like, this shit don't fucking matter. Like, number one is nobody's fucking business. And number two, like, if I choose to tell you, cool. If I don't, like, also cool. I remember um, people would ask me, like, are you are you a lesbian? Are you are you this? Are you that? And, da, 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 da. and I'm just like, bitch, just listen to my music. Like, why does it matter? Like, I'm not about to fuck you. So, but yeah, you know, I think I just started getting older and wanted to let the girls know because I'm, I'm trying to find a girlfriend. Like, hey, am I <laughs> ugly or something? Like, what's going on? Why all these niggas just keep coming at me? Like, girls, you can shoot your shot too. Hello. Actually, funny story about that. I think the last time I saw Tate in person, we was at uh, Meg's hottie party in Miami after oh, rolling God. loud. <laughs> And we was at Meg's we hottie party and I see Tate. I'm like, oh, hey, you know, I go up to Tate. I give her a hug. How you doing? And I actually, I was there with my girlfriend and I introduced Tate to my girlfriend. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm here with my girlfriend. And then Tate was like, oh, I'm here with my girlfriend too. And I turned around, bitch, it was Queen Key. I was like, you play so fucking much. <laughs> 
I'm crying. No, Key is crazy as hell. But like me and Key, we used to like flirt on and off. But then I was just like, I think Key is a little too crazy. And I uh, I enjoy our friendship. And I don't want us to get to a point where like we fight. And then like, I just can't fuck with her ever again. So like, yeah, um, let's just stay friends. You are on this show with two Chicago people. So <laughs> they got to tell us nothing. <laughs> no that is so funny because i low-key don't remember even seeing you at the party bro i was so drunk i was legitimately blacked out i don't remember half the night yeah it it got uh, it got crazy for me towards the end of the night girl because i came i came to the party already drunk and i was drinking tequila it was my birthday oh and you switched that dark liquor because you know meg ain't having nothing but girl period she said drive the boat i was like no i can't she was like, try the boat, bitch. I'm like, okay, fine. You should have did that. <laughs> oh, my God. Young baby Tate. Um, oh, after the rain. Yes. After the rain. Let it rain. Let it rain. Um, before I get to talking about my favorite song on the album, can you tell us about um, the creative process for After the Rain? So uh, when we were making After the Rain, first of all, this is an extremely different creative process than what I'm used to. Um, I normally 100% produce and 100% write everything myself. And I think after... Let me just let me just run through, that back for y'all. Let me just run that back for y'all. Uh-huh. Maggie Kate writes and produces the majority of all of her own shit. Okay, I just want yeah. that to be crystal clear before Period. we move any forward. Period. 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 But I think that after um, the Dreamville sessions and after like... Which she got a Grammy for. Nominated, but it's still a thing. Period. Um, And then after... I ain't nominated for nothing. (laughs) (laughs) After doing like the Insecure uh, soundtrack writing camp, I just kind of realized like I really enjoy working in a collaborative process Mm -hmm. and wanted to bring that into my own music to just make better music because I think I'm amazing, but you can only get better if you add other amazing people. So... um, we just got in the studio and for this, like I hadn't been producing child. 2020 was really crazy. Like I was not feeling like myself. I hadn't been producing. So I was just like getting beats from people. And um, I had two writers in the studio with me and we was just working on shit. And as we started to work on it, my relationship with my now ex just started to get like to the end of the road. Um, And I'm a very open person. And I can let go. Okay? But um, <laughs> as I started to get to the end of relationship, I'm a very open person. And I would just come in the studio like, y'all, this nigga did this today. Or like, I can't believe this nigga said this to me. And I'm just so sick of this shit. I'm finna break up with him. And we broke up. And then we got back together. And we broke up. And we got back together. And that's what the project ended up becoming. So like, all of these songs are true and honest stories. Like, lesson learned when I said give me back my keys, give me back my sweatshirt. I really fucking meant that shit. That nigga do got my sweatshirts still. Didn't want to give me my key back. He like threw it in the garage. Like, anyways, that's too much. But you know. Cause I'm like, girl, send me the address. I will go get it. <laughs> Period. Where are my sweatshirts, bitch? But yeah, um, it was just a real, a real conversation that I was just allowing to happen. Um, 
and kind of just refinding myself after that relationship and after 2020's craziness. And um, so that's why I decided to call it After the Rain, because I'm like, damn, niggas been going through some shit, you know, like it's been stormy weather. But after this motherfucking rain, like, bitch, I'm about to come back out like the rainbow is popping out. The pot of gold is on the way. All of that. You know what I'm saying? So that's really where this came from. And the whole rollout for it, too, like the little parody videos and everything. Like, I was like, <laughs> this is so cute. But that's what I've always loved about you. Like, the skit for girls with, like, that majorette theme, just that is something visually that I just sticks with me in my brain. It's like cemented in my brain. And I feel like that's such a testament to kind of your talent and your vision that you can create those kind of visuals and really like play around with stuff and play around with characters and add different elements of different things into your into your projects. Like I love that so much. Yeah, thank you. You just yeah. mentioned um you mentioned that, you know, when you went to the Insecure soundtrack, um, you said it was a soundtrack writing camp. Mm-hmm. That you that's what kind of taught you, you know, to like appreciate working collaboratively. And I do want to know more about like signing the Issa Rae's radio and kind of why that was a good movie what was enticing about that to you especially as an independent artist um so it's actually crazy because i had like two other like really big like major deals on the table at the same time and what drew me to radio was honestly like first of all i just really fucked with their team um but secondly i just they were giving me everything that I wanted, you know, which is number one, like ownership of my masters. Like you're not getting my masters because what the fuck you didn't make this bitch. Like, so, you know, it was the, the terms that were really, you know, exciting to me. It was a very kind of never before seen deal. Um, and also like radio is under Atlantic, but like Atlantic has nothing to do with my deal. Um, and they were able to like just be creative in in the way that they wanted to work with me. And then also radio is a company that allows its artists to not only just do music, but like I've had like two or three auditions um, for like TV shows that were like filtered through radio. You right. Know what I'm saying? Right. So um, Issa just emailed me the other day like, bitch, this audition was so good. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> So that's like a legit, like, you, like, actually, like, plugged into the industry, too. I love that. Yeah. Also, I read yeah. somewhere that Issa came through with the motherfucking health care for y'all. Um, I read that, too. And I'm like, nobody told me this. Oh, go oh. get your health care. Go get your, go get your, but you know what? It might be because you're not 26 yet. So uh, you, you can You about to be 25, ain't you, in May? I am. That's but so you know crazy. what? It could be because you're not 26, so you technically can still be on appearance insurance. Damn. That's yeah, that's crazy. probably girl. You gotta go look. You gotta go look into that. Let me tell you something. Healthcare is a commodity these days, bitch. With the way okay. to <laughs> girl, literally, I saw that shit and I was like, healthcare, <laughs> huh? Don't tell. I know. I, I know Issa. Don't tell Issa I, I blew her spot up if she was. Uh, oh no, the spot was already blue. The spot was okay because she said she read it too. She said I read. I, I, I actually read that as well. I found out in the same place. <laughs> what you doing for your twenty fifth birthday? Hopefully, getting out the house. <laughs> um, I I really want to take like some sort of vacation. I was actually supposed to go to Jamaica for my twenty fourth. But um, Miss Rona was like, yeah, sit your ass down. 
And I ended up just like going to a cabin in like North Georgia with some of my friends who are not my friends no more. But um, uh, so for 25, I don't know, like I low key want to have a party, but I don't want people to be like, bitch, during a panoramic. Right. Not the super spreader. Like, oh, my God. How dare you? Wasn't you just saying that we shouldn't be going out to the club? I'm like. Okay, I'm hoping that by May, though, I'm hoping that by May, the vaccine has been more widely distributed. Yeah, we'll be on phase three. Yeah, hopefully Hopefully. we'll be at like a different level where like it's not just healthcare workers and at-risk groups, but more of the general public will have gotten it. So I think things will, it'll be a little bit safer to go to shit like that. At that point, I'm throwing, I'm throwing concerts like we doing going to LA, New York. Okay, period. Let me know when you in LA. I will. We pulling up. We having a party in all three cities. What's good? Period. <laughs> now, um, you know I'm a barb, right? Where my barbs at? <laughs> Cecily talks about me every day because I'm a super barb. First of all, young baby, say, let me see your nails. Because this has been bothering me. Now, Cecily, let me see yours. The other hand. Oh, damn. Don't do her like that. Where is that nail? <laughs> Where is that nail, girl? It's been bothering me. Yo, what? I'm, you know what? This is the last episode of the show. First of all, you know, I'm a, you know <laughs> I'm a Gemini. The whole fucking show is canceled. The whole fucking Yo, show is canceled. You Fuck know you. I'm a Gemini. I'm a Gemini. We pay attention to the dumbest thing and it stay on oh, our right. mind all day and we have to get it out. So Why when I you saw that, that... in front of my little cousin? I'm trying to be a good example to her. That's our little cousin. As soon as she got on, I saw her nails. I'm like, okay, I see her nails. They cute. And then Cecily, you got the clicking and clacking with yours. I'm like, where the hell... Is that nail on that index finger? Where the I'm hell? So dead. <laughs> anyway, um, what was you gonna ask Tay so we can wrap this up? <laughs> Lord God, I got me kicked off the show. Oh my God. Um, so you know I'm a barb, right? Mm-hmm. How did it feel to get Onika Tanya Mirage oh a co-sign mm-hmm. on your Megatron challenge? Man, I was like, okay, so what was crazy is I've been a barb since I was 14. Like, I'm not like a super barb. Like, I won't fight nobody for not liking Nicki Minaj. Thank you, Tate. But, Thank you, Tate. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, but you know, I've I've always been like in awe of her, her talent, her creativity, like and, and being a performing arts kid, like a musical theater kid, and like just looking and being able to see that example of somebody that like is also that and how like boundless she is. Um, it was a like, wow, like I was so in shock because what happened was I was getting my lashes done and... Um, this was like I I was saying like yeah Nikki gonna Nikki gonna uh like my thing da, da, da. and everybody was like no she not bitch ah they was hating they was hating so hard so hard and I was getting my lashes done right I swear to you I open my eyes I look at my phone that shit is blowing up I'm like what the fuck is going on I open my phone Nicki Minaj done posted me I was like oh my god bitch what I tell y'all hoes I told y'all niggas. I told, <laughs> I told y'all, y'all niggas. They was mad. They was mad as fuck. And then, you know, I was just like, wow, like, if Nikki seen this, that must mean that I won because mine was the best. Like, I still to this day feel like mine was the best. And that's no shade to anybody else, but you got to feel that way about yourself. Like, I'm not finna say nobody else is better than me because you're not. 
Okay. Let's Period. get that straight. Um, but yeah, like I was just like, wow, Nicki Minaj. First of all, she said my name on live. She's like, baby Tate was really dope and creative. She said you was creative. That is what she said. I would have fainted. I would have fainted. <laughs> I was just like, okay, but now um, can we be friends? Like, <laughs> can you follow me back? Yes. Like, I mean, and honestly, like, for an artist like you in particular, who you make all different types of music, mm-hmm. you play with all different types of persona, all different types of looks. Like, I do feel like Nikki's the blueprint that Nikki set specifically in her career. Mm-hmm. It really was like, yeah, like you can be you can be a, a woman and be a rapper and literally be whatever the fuck you want to be and take this shit however far you want to take it. Exactly. Um. So, yeah, I know that I could just imagine how that felt for you. Definitely the pink print for the girls. So, we here at Purse First, we, we pride ourselves on not bringing our guests in here and asking them about who they fucking and all of that because that's that's just goofy and petty and that's how people, you know what I'm saying? We we, we, we have more respect for, for women and queer folks who do this hip-hop shit. However, we do get into other people's business and we we allow you to help us with that. So we have a segment here called Ask Last. It's an advice segment. Someone tells us a scenario and we just, you know, we tell them maybe what we would do or how we feel about it. You, you, you ready? You down? Okay. I could do that. All right. So um, we're going to call this person Lucas. Okay. And Lucas says, my boyfriend and I have been dating for a year and a half, but we're open. We have boundaries in place regarding communication before any outside playtime. One day I called him to check in and he said he was on the way to a nude beach with some friends that he just met. And I felt some type of way. Am I wrong? Lucas, I don't think you're wrong because why did he not tell you prior to going to the nude beach? That's a large decision. Like, that's not, I'm just going to the beach. That's not, I'm just going to the store. Right. Um, I'm just going to the movies. You're going to get naked, butt booty naked, in the sand, frolicking around with your dicks out with niggas that I don't know and I didn't know about it? Uh-uh, I can understand why he would be mad because communication is number one. Like, right. That's that's a that's a conversation that should be had. Cause it's not like I don't think Lucas would have been like, oh, you can't go. I don't think he's restrictive or, you know, controlling. But geez Louise, at least let me know. Right. And especially because Lucas is the one who called to check in, like, you know, like what you right. doing? And now I'm here, you at a new beach. Like, imagine if Lucas was just scrolling on Instagram right. and it was on the stories and like, is this is my nigga with the dick out? <laughs> is, that di- is that is a dick? Is that a Is that a with, with a motherfucking happy face emoji over the dick? Like at the beach. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, no. <laughs> it's a no for you. It's a no for me. Tell him he got one more time. No, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pierre, what, Pierre, what you think about this situation? I agree 100% with young baby Tate. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm a Gemini, so we communicate every single thing. It's, I talk about every single thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and one, this had to be planned. So the minute it was planned, um, Lucas' phone should have been ringing. Exactly. Um, saying, baby, this is what... I'm planning on doing the fact that Lucas had to call 
and this was already established. You already said, yeah, you just didn't give a fuck about Lucas um, opinion about you dangling your. It's not it's not just a beach. It's balls everywhere. Not only are you and your friends going to be naked, it is going to be other people there naked. So now it's just a super ball party. And I ain't, I ain't heard none about it. It's a no for me. I am going to say, I actually, usually, usually I, in these conversations, I usually have to tell Pierre, like, Pierre, you crazy. I don't think Lucas was, I don't, I think Lucas was true, but I actually agree. I, I, we have a unanimous decision on this one. Lucas, <laughs> you are absolutely not wrong for feeling some type of way, because I think that given y'all's established history of like open communication, of okay. being very clear on, on what's going on, I, I think and especially because specifically it says that you're going with friends that you just met. So really what that means is that like, you don't know what that relationship might turn into with these friends like that. Like, yeah, you just met them. So like, like what type of meeting is that? Like, Oh, okay. We just met yesterday. Here's my dick. Right. You might (laughs) you might get to the beach and get the liking what you seeing. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I think that was a phone call that should have happened before you hopped your ass in that car before you (laughs) before you played with Lucas. Okay. Before you hopped in the rainbow Cadillac show stopping. (laughs) I'm crying. You see how I threw that up in there, young lady? Said the boy stare. The boy stare, (laughs) and we are smiling back. Luke and 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 Lucas man was finna be smiling back. Hey, thank you so so much for joining us. This was so amazing. It's always I'm always so happy to see your face. Tell the people where they where you want them to find you, what you want them to go download, what you want them to stream, what you want the people to do. Um, you can find me everywhere at Young Baby Tate. Y U N G B A B Y T A T E. Um, my new EP After the Rain is out on all streaming platforms. Um, my new single I Am featuring Flo Millie is going fucking bananas right now. Uh, the video is coming soon. But yeah. We need an I Am challenge. What's up with we it? I'm trying to see who's going to make up the dance. We need a, I don't even think it needs to be a dance. I think it needs to be like a um, like 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 a more like challenge where like like you know how like when people was doing like I can't talk right now I'm doing hot girl shit and it was like them doing all this other stuff like I want to mm-hmm. see people like in shambles and then saying that affirmation from I am and then like I don't know transforming us some shit we need to do some yes. tight, come on lead the way tight, cause you creative you be on the tiktoks and shit with the young people Please, show, <laughs> us the way. show us the way and I'll do it I will do one I will make a tiktok okay girl show well, me look. how to make a make a damn tiktok <laughs> Look, when I first got on TikTok, I was like, oh, bitch, I feel old. How do you do this? Like, what the hell? But I kind (laughs) of got the hang of it now. So I'm going to do one. I'm going to do another little challenge. You know what I'm saying? I seen one today with this girl. um, And she like, she's a mom. And she was like, um, basically saying she felt like kind of insecure about her body. But like, Mm -hmm. she started off the video with like clothes on. And then she did like this little cross thing and brought her arms down and had on this little bikini and was just like singing words to herself. And I was like, yes, bitch, you look good as fuck. Like, that's the vibe. I love that. Okay. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do an I am challenge. I'm going to figure it out. Let's go. Let's go. Let's run these numbers up.
Period. Thank y'all so much for joining us. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you all follow us on Instagram at Purse First Show. Make sure you send us your ass last submission so that we can get in your business and help you out like we did Lucas today. Email us at PurseFirstShow at gmail.com. And as always, thank y'all so much for listening. Thank you, Tay. We love you, boo-boo. Thank you, Tay. Thank you for having me. That was cute. How did that sound, Chelsea? It sounds really good. And the Azalea Banks song that you're thinking of is, I was in the 212 on the Uptown train. You know what's that for, don't you? Uh, uh, Come on, Chelsea. You Get to the chorus. That's the favorite part. (laughs) I don't remember Um, shit about this song. Season one of Purse First is supported by Critical Minded, an initiative to invest in cultural critics of color, co-founded by the Nathan Cummings Foundation and the Ford Foundation.